Welcome to the Moms of Truth podcast. My name is Alicia. I am a homeschooling mom to four kiddos from ages 10 all the way down to four years old. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 is kind of the tone in our home and of this podcast as well. It says all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So here on Moms of Truth, I aim to share how I walk that scripture out in my parenting. Today, I'm going to share with you a recent discernment activity that I did with my children, why we did it, and what the outcome of it was. So first off, I talked with them about what discernment is. And to quote Spurgeon, it's not a matter of telling the difference between right and wrong. Rather, it's telling the difference between right and almost right. A scripture that we referenced is 1 John 4, 1 that says, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. So we then chatted about how things can sometimes feel like they're right or maybe seem like they're right, but when tested and compared to scripture, which is absolute truth, we see that they aren't always true. An Instagram account that I follow called The Wandering Pilgrims made a post explaining the whys and hows of discernment. They said, quote, if a believer is exhibiting a lack of discernment in their life, the risks of falling for false teaching will increase. So a few months ago, I made a video comparing the Disney Pixar movie, Soul, to scripture and explained why at that time I decided to ultimately not let my children watch it. This video is actually available on the Moms of Truth YouTube channel. So at this time in their development, it would have been dangerous because they were really lacking in their ability to discern on their own. And it likely would have ended up confusing my children and they possibly would have believed in ideology that is opposed to scripture. So I know my children see fallacy everywhere, on TV, in music, books, they hear it from friends, commercial sermons, Every single day, they encounter fallacy in some way. I can't catch or filter everything for them. It's just impossible. They have to be able to do it on their own. They have to develop discernment to test the spirits for themselves. So next week, I will actually go over a few ways that we develop discernment in our home and hopefully it gives you a good starting place or opens up some ideas for you and your family. So go ahead and subscribe if you haven't so that you can know when next week's message is available. So our recent discernment activity was to actually watch the movie Soul. Before they watched it, I made the mission clear for them. We were watching it for the purpose of distinguishing not just the right from the wrong, but the right from the almost right. And before we hit play, we talked about listening with a guarded heart. We talked about paying attention to the leading of the Holy Spirit. I like to call them Holy Spirit red flags, those internal warnings of, whoa, this isn't right. 
They were then assigned to take notes and write down what they thought to be wrong, which we then later went through and compared it to scripture. And of course, we prayed before we started the activity. So my kids ended up really disliking the movie, but they loved the discernment exercise itself. And we actually only made it about 20 minutes in before they were asking me to just turn it off. Their list of fallacies was already pretty long and they were tired. It can take a lot of energy and focus to discern. So they were just really exhausted. They also were disgusted by the sheer amount of fallacy and they just didn't want to watch any more of it. So let me finish up by sharing a few of their notes with you and then the scriptures that we use to compare it to and that will be all for today. The first one is there was a part where the souls were being put together and one part of that process is they were actually assigned a personality. Some of them were labeled as megalomaniac and some were manipulative. This is just who they were to be. And because they were assigned that, it made you believe that this is just who they are. There's no changing it, everybody deal with it. Now, there are lots of scriptures for each of these examples, but in trying not to overwhelm my children, we just stuck with one or two. So for this one, we talked about how scripture calls us to die to self and be born again, to be made completely new. Matthew 16, 24, then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. We talked about how sin hurts and affects us. And these personality traits are to be repented of and conformed to the image of Christ. The second thing was my kids noticed this hall of you. After you were assigned the personality, you went off to find inspiration and you were taken to this hallway of you to find that inspiration for yourself, from yourself. It's literally just a hallway of all the things that you previously accomplished and the soul just walks around and glamours at all the things that they have accomplished. The hall of you. So many things wrong with this one. I wasn't even sure where to start. Obviously, this is a major boasting of self, glorifying our own works and just pride, pride, pride. So we ended up looking at commandment number two, you shall not make for yourselves any idols. And this would definitely be idolizing ourselves and our accomplishments. And it really just removes Christ from the picture completely. He gets no glory and we get all of the glory. And we know it is he who makes all things possible, not us. We know from 2 Corinthians chapter 12 that we are actually supposed to boast about our weaknesses because this is when the power of Christ is made perfect within us. And the last thing that I'm sharing today is honestly something that could be chalked off as no big deal. 
So the main character is a music teacher and he has a unique love and skill for playing the piano. And there's this really quick part in the movie where he makes a statement and says, I was born to play. And honestly, we could brush it off and conclude that he's basically saying he really loves the piano, but it bothered my son. So we took a closer look because we are looking for right and almost right. So we talked about how we are born to know God and to help others to know him. This was the mission of Christ. The whole reason he came down from heaven to earth. So the people of God would be reconciled to God. So everything that we do on this earth is to aid and work towards his mission. Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And we followed it up with 1 Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Why? Because Genesis 3 19, from dust you came and to dust you will return. Nothing we do outside of Christ will last. In this case, both piano and person will one day perish and return to dust. How unfulfilling to know that your whole purpose is to play an instrument that will one day be dust, gone forever. On the flip side, whenever we are in life playing piano, baseball, teaching, whatever, if used for God's glory, for his work, it will have an eternal impact using what God has called us to, to point others to him. That is fulfilling work because it is lasting, everlasting. So in summary, if you do this sort of activity with your children, be sure to first explain to them what discernment is and why it's even important. Let them know what the activity is meant to accomplish and be with them 100% present in the activity and even do it alongside of them. And then take them to the truth, test it against scripture. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, leave a review and follow Moms of Truth on Instagram. It is my most active platform and really just a better way for us to connect more and daily. Until next time, teach them truth, train them up, and trust God through it all.